Hi, welcome to the Out of the Map Podcast. My name is Ben Scott. Joining me as always is Andy Twitty. Joining me as always is Connor's goddamn Echo. <laughs> and also joining us is Connor Twitty. <laughs> What's up, fuckers? Bro. I'm going to be... Go away. Fuckers, 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 fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound like there's like a delay on him. Let's see, what what is this weekend? Oh shit, this that is this weekend. It's Curtis, it's Curtis Blades, right? Dude, I was about yeah. to say, I did not prepare anything. I'm just now realizing this. So I pulled it's up the fight Curtis card. Blades and uh, Volkov. <laughs> yeah, so let's see. Let's go to the prelims real quick. So We need to tag Curtis Blade in like the story so it actually sends it to him. Mm-hmm. Since you know, we were rooting for him. We were all rooting for him in Raleigh. Yeah. Yeah, no. it's like you know we, we always talk we talk very highly of Kurt's place. Like we need to. Get, I mean, we need I, to have I'm like I'm not even trying to be funny, but I was like, I strictly was like, he, he was the reason we were there. Like I mean, my yeah, that's was true. He was like the only like, reason. He really was the he was the main. Like that's what the I main wanted draw. to see. Yeah, and yeah, Kurt's place, bro. Yeah, it was those really those main two fighters, but. Holy shit! Okay, so like, I mean, like, so Michael Chiesa was lit, but RDA, you know, was another reason I was like mm-hmm. hyped to see that whole as a whole. But yeah, Curtis Blades, yeah. the best. So, I really wish they would start naming these, but it's a UFC on ESPN, so it's not a fight night. So it's just kind of <laughs> shitty. So we're gonna have to go on the still pretty much a fight night. Yeah, but it just won't be on ESPN Plus. It's really stupid. Wait, what? UFC on ESPN does not stream on ESPN. It's the one plus. where you have to have the cable. You have to have the cable. On. That's stupid. It, that, to me, that is the the biggest critique I have. If it's of on ESPN, ESPN plus. It, yeah, if it's if it's on ESPN, you would think it'd be on ESPN plus. Yeah. Why not? That's dumb. Like, is no. The thing is, is you can watch it on ESPN plus, but you have to have, you gotta have cable. the cable provider hooked up. Yeah. And so, and so, like you, if you're me, the the person that has no cable is just fucking shit out of luck. Same here. Hey man, we're right there with you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have cable. I'm like, yeah. my thing is, I'm gonna check. Is I have Hulu Live, and I'm gonna see if I can watch it on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. Because oh, you can yeah, watch, that. you can watch sp- most sporting shows on Hulu Live. That's and they have a thinking. UFC section. Hmm. Gonna have to look into that. Well, shit. I'm looking yeah, at the I mean, prelims. Like, oh, sorry. I say if you if you don't have Hulu Live, like, and you're considering getting something as an add, like a, an add-on, an equivalent to cable, that you, dude is worth it. Yeah, it's way fucking worth it. Okay. Yeah, I'll look into that because I just have been rolling with uh, if if something is uh that pertinent, I'll find a way to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> but. I'm looking at the first fight. It's a lightweight fight. Austin Hubbard versus Max Roskopf. Uh, I'm sorry, dude, if I... I mean, I did butcher your name, but does that ring any bells to anybody? I don't know. It's Hubbard. Yeah, you'd ha- yeah, you would or have Austin to Austin Hubbard, sorry. I combined the two. Austin Hubbard. We watched him on... Uh, he fought on 248. Oh, okay. Cool. He lost by uh, the who did he fight? Mm. Yeah, so who did he fight on 248? Uh, Mark Madsen. name. Mm. Okay. Wow. I'm surprised. Okay, so like next up is a women's flyweight. Roxanne Modafferi is fighting Lauren Murphy. It's just weird that they're I'm really on the prelims. That's, prelim. that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think it's just because it's they they're just like uh, non um, non 
title fight contender, you know, it's just a good bout. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, I'm not, and again, too, with that, like, you, you might want to start, you got to start stacking the prelim cards, man. Like, mm -hmm. it's Making like, you, people want to watch them, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, you don't, it, it, I was like, damn, it's kind of fucked up. They got these people that I fuck with on prelims, but I, I'm at the same time, like, dude, it's crazy to think that nowadays standards, the prelims have to have such heavy hitters. Yeah. Like, because yeah. if you got, you know, your pre-prelims have your fucking, your, you know, primary your guys. Yeah. But, like, your standard prelims, like, I mean, they got some real motherfuckers on there. Yeah, I mean, as of late, I mean, on the last card, which we'll get into in a little bit, the the the, the prelims were popping. Like, yeah. I mean, I forget. We'll get into it These when we go back. These are all those guys but... that want to get checks, bro. But, yeah. I mean, it was fucking knockout after knockout after knockout after knockout after knockout after knockout. <laughs> like, it's crazy. They got mad, bro. Like they were actually upset that people were getting knocked out, because <laughs> they were like running out of B roll and stuff to run. <laughs> yeah, like what do we what do we do? <laughs> what yeah. do we do? Like just run that package <laughs> that one more time, <laughs> right? But then we've run it ten times. Um, uh, Roxanne Montefiore versus Lauren Murphy. Anybody got prediction? I think Roxanne puts her away. Roxanne Montefiore. Roxanne's gonna take it, bro. Forever. <laughs> you know, not saying yeah. that like this girl couldn't do a good job, like. But, but she Roxanne, can't. Roxanne, bro. Yeah. 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 I mean, even if she does a good job, I mean, she's she's fighting Roxanne. Like, she's no spring Lord chicken. Lauren Murphy is without talking shit about uh, <clears throat> Macy Barber after she, Roxanne beat mm -hmm. her. Beat her up. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then she was like, Roxanne, I want to fight you. And Roxanne's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, she's cool. going to lose because of that. So, I mean, it'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. Catch her, she, gets, she gets to catch a real one. And then after that, there's another lightweight fight. Matt Favola versus Frank Camacho. Anybody? Hey. Swift is like Camacho. I, mean, <laughs> I know it's not exactly the same. I like but, Camacho, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their their records are totally different. Uh, he, uh, Matt Favola just fought Luis Pena. That's why I know him. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He lost to Pena oh. too. No, he beat Pena. Did he? I thought he lost to Luis Pena. I mean, it was in oh. October of last year, but yeah, no, he beat Pena. Decision. God! <laughs> you I step your time. Holly Holly Knight. I'm, no, I'm fighting no, playing Holly Knight. On oh. Holly Knight. Gotcha. So, uh, they're a boss battle, bro. They're hard as fuck. Yeah, I can't wait to get the game scum. <sighs> but uh, anyway, after that, there's another women's flyaway fight. Uh, Courtney Casey, and then mine's not showing anybody loading. It shows a fight record of yeah, seven. Yeah, mine's not either. But I guess maybe that's unannounced. They're 25 apparently. Oh, okay. Now that or got or they got dropped. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, after that middleweight fight, Mark Andre uh, Barryalt. I hope I got that right. Versus Oscar Pachota. Pachota, maybe. God damn it! I'll have to pay attention. Uh, but yeah, I don't know either of these guys, unfortunately. No, I don't either. Um. After that, women's strawweight Tisha Torres versus Brianna Van Buren. Hey, that's probably going to be a good fight. Tiny oh, Michael Van, Michael Van Buren, bro. Let's go, Tisha Torres. <laughs> yeah, straw uh, strawweight. That's uh, is that Wei Lee? Yeah, okay. So I try to keep it's track of when, when she fought are. Tisha Torres. Mm -hmm. She was like, "Can we be friends now?" And Tisha Torres was like, "Hell yeah." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe. I was like, that's the future champ right there. He's like, hey, can we be friends now that I whooped your ass? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't want to be on her bad side. So I think. I mean, not to be funny, but Max Holloway and Brian Ortega pretty much had the same, the same like, way. The oh, same yeah. like conversation, like, "Yo, are we friends now?" And he's like, "Yeah, dog." <laughs> like, <laughs> like we homies. <laughs> but is is Brian Ortega like? How can you not be friends with him? Yeah, he's one of the nicest yeah, I mean, dudes he's in MMA. The most humble like... dudes in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I say like you believe that too is like when you see people talk about him like Holly Berry, like Holly Berry says that dude's like the nicest. And I mean, everybody says <laughs> she's nice, so like. That man, <laughs> I saw the interview that they make, so they make rap songs. They make rap songs about her. <laughs> so like, he must be a big, he must be a big deal. Yeah. Goddamn that girl, Halle yeah. Berry. That's what they say. But I, I'm still waiting to see him fight live. Bro, I think we like, all are. We're gonna though. get one. We're gonna get one. Yeah. We're gonna get and one. Now with Fight Island, it's been a while. It's possible. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a great point. I bet you they're holding out on that for a big card. Um, well, like can be Korean zombie, is, and, yeah. yeah. I'm about to say Korean mm-hmm. zombie because he had to pull out. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, the the main event of the prelims is uh, Clay Guida versus Bobby Green. Uh, God, I thought that man retired. To Clay Guida, Clay Guida never gonna retire. Yeah. He's gonna fight until he's like. Bro, have you ever watched him fight Ben? Yeah, no, he's like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. Whenever he fights, I just go. <laughs> Bro, it's great. Fucking bouncing around and throwing his head and shit. Uh huh. It's wild, and they're like, uh, I, th- wild. I think I watched something on him where uh, the one time he like ties his hair back, he like took like his hardest L, and he was like never again. And it just it's like, yeah, you know when you uh put like a custom armor on like a character, and you're like, I, I keep doing shitty now that I'm doing this, I may as well just go back to what I was, and it shouldn't have any real effect. Yeah, but. Bro, but it does. Hey, it's like super, it's superstitions, dude. Yeah. Superstitions, bro. Yeah. Hey, man, just there like, just like the the Bruce, the the <laughs> the, buffer, the fist bump, bump. Bruce Buffer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd be like, you stay away from me, Bruce. <laughs> or the no, or the no, the no glove, and the touch gloves, the no tap. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they put their hands out, if you don't, you get to ass whooped. Yeah. Or you, you know, the uh, the John Jones, the wait till the very last second to put him out. <laughs> mm. The point where they're almost about to pull you know, their hands gloves, back. He's like. He's like, nah, alright, yes, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. I would love to touch gloves with you. Because he they knows. Can... He knows he's. Wait a minute, hold on now. Yeah. He says, bad luck. Some bad juju. First fight on the main card is a catchweight fight Jim Miller versus Roosevelt Roberts. Uh, which Roosevelt Roberts like just fought like two weeks, three weeks ago? Yeah, he's the one that choked out. He's the one that choked out Brock Weaver. That's right. Yeah, I was about to say, I fuck with that dude, bro. Yeah. Brock Weaver's lit, but like Roosevelt Roberts came out there and was doing yeah. the biz. Dude, this dude is kicking my ass, y'all. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, move, uh, the next one's a welterweight fight. Bilal and Muhammad rage. versus Lyman Good. Um, don't really recognize either of those guys, unfortunately. I gotta watch a fucking video, man. I don't know how to beat this motherfucker yet. <laughs> um, Bilal Muhammad fought in two, on 242. I remember him. His his nickname is Remember the Name. So, uh, <laughs> I'm trying, man. My bad, dog. <laughs> um, after that, women's bantamweight Raquel Pennington versus Marianne Renew. Um, it'll be cool I'm to see both of them are fighting on the card. Yeah, it'll be cool to see Pennington get back in there because her last fight was uh, blanking. She took a 
She lost, I remember. It was Holly. Oh, uh, it was Holly. Five rounds or three rounds with Holly. Yeah. That's right, yep. And I remember it kind of being a little dicey of a decision, right? It could have gone either way, or was I, it? I honestly don't remember. Yeah. I'm trying to get rid of the benefit of the doubt. Moving on. Uh, co-main event, featherweight, uh, Josh Emmett versus Shane Burgos. Or Burgos. No, there's no I. So it's, yeah, it's got to be Burgos. I don't know. Bert. <laughs> I think it's Burgos. Burgos? Or Burgos. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I've seen Josh Emmett highlights. And so I th- he's a promising fighter. Promising featherweight, right? I mean, Shane Burgos, not, he's pretty good. He's fought Cub. He's fought, uh, he okay. fought not too long ago, like in the last year. Got you. And Josh Emmett fought. Who did he fight last? Fucking Merced. Yeah, he mm. knocked the dude out in. He hasn't fought since July of last year. Never mind. Okay. Has it been that long? Yeah, I guess it has. Yeah, he knocked out Michael Johnson and Merced Bektik. Like right back to back last year. Okay. Cool. And then uh, the main event, heavyweight, Curtis Blades versus Alexander Volkov. This is Curtis Blades' first time He's fighting. Since with us, we saw him in Raleigh, right? Versus, Raleigh. Versus, uh, January, yeah. Um, Dos Santos. He Junior Dos Santos soon. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm excited to see him go in there and do his thing. I think Volkov, if I remember correctly, is a good fighter. I've seen, I think I've seen him fight at least yeah, twice. Yeah, he's not a bad fighter, but... Yeah. Curtis, I mean, he's the one that Curtis, you know. got dropped by uh, Derek Lewis in the end of the, end of the fight. Stylistically, how do they match up? I, I feel like Volkov is more of a striker. Am I correct in that? Do we know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could say he's more of a striker because, I mean, he's... In the UFC, he has no submission wins. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, well, I don't... But, like, my thing is, is like, I wouldn't really say anybody in the heavyweight division is really a... Uh, a real yeah, not too many of them are. being a wrestler except for Curtis. Like, yeah. you know, that's well, I mean, his, DC. Biggest, his big... Yeah, oh, but okay. DC's not active. Man. I don't give a fuck about Derek. <laughs> mean, Daniel? Daniel. That's how little you can. I don't even get his fucking name right, bro. <laughs> fuck that motherfucker. That's so like, funny. I don't even call his fat ass laying on you wrestling. <laughs> like, but um, either way, Curtis Blades is the only real wrestler... In heavyweight, so uh, I don't really, I mean, I don't really think it's going to be, you know, at his disadvantage at all, unless he just gets like a lucky, uh, a lucky hit and gets, you know, <coughs> his chin gets popped. Like, yeah, I'll really, be rooting I don't for really foresee it going against him. Me too, for bro, one hundred percent. Because like, I want to see him get up there and get a title shot. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Man. Yeah, I would like so to see... I lost all my fucking coins. Because, uh... <sighs> you, I, you, you think that... After DC and Stipe fight for the third time, and whoever wins... If DC wins, he's for sure retiring, so it's just going to be a vacant title afterwards. Bro. And then, if Stipe wins, it's still going to be a vacant title. He's going to fucking defend his belt. So like, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, they just need to like fight and let the people fight for the belt without yeah. them fighting because it makes absolutely no sense to have. Yeah, they need to do what they're, what they're the doing for bantamweight. No, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna pull. Dude, the... you and I want to. You know, like we and we talked about it before. I feel like, but like, it would just make so much sense. Like, why don't they do like Bellator did and just round robin that shit, and make an event where it's mm. strictly just that. That would be red. Well, that's what 
Cejudo had said about the Bantams when he vacated the flyweight. Oh, he said that about flyweights. Was, you know, was it flyweight or was it Bantam? I don't know. It was one of the two. He did Bantam or flyweight. He's like, you know, do a round robin, you know, Peter Young versus Jose Aldo, Aljamain versus Sanhagen. So realistically, I know what I'm thinking. Kind of halfway did it. Cody Garbrandt yeah. said it for Bantamweights. Henry Cejudo said it for flyweights. Sorry. Got us off track. Sorry, you but I just realized Curtis Blades is ranked number three. Just have him and Francis yeah. go at it. Yeah. Francis would destroy him. You think? Here he has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would hope that Curtis Blades would like be like, oh, I've got it figured out now. I've got a strategy. Let's I'd go hope in so there. Too. I'd hope so, too. But it's just, it's Francis, bro. Yeah. It's he, like, he, he knocks Curtis Blades out. It's one of the, he knocks everybody out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. unless you're Stipe and you lay on him, like, you, you he, don't. He knocked him out in yeah, 45 seconds. Did Volkov get, like, yeah. a really impressive win in his last fight? Because he's ranked number seventh and making the jump all the way up to three. I'm just trying to make sense no, of why they do really this. Anybody for him to fight. His, la- his yeah. last fight was the dominating of uh, he who must not be named. He who should not be for... named, yeah. Uh, Remember, that was his minutes. first real test, and he got smoked. Gotcha. He got dominated for, for the whole fight. Mm. Gotcha. Because his bitch ass can't fight nobody yeah. worth it. And, and I he guess... got the sports asthma deal, too. I wonder what Derek Lewis is going to do next. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just kind of going through. Uh, uh, he's, fighting, he's fighting the Boca instructor guy. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. Put that well, on Instagram. Any uh, any last thoughts on this? Uh, I wish you, I wish it wasn't on uh, ESPN. I wish it was on ESPN Plus. But other than that, it looks like a good card. I think yeah. this is gonna be a, it's gonna be a prominent card per usual. Yeah. Oh shit. <gasps> I hope everybody shows up, makes weight. You know. Yeah, that's another thing. Biz. I forget about that until like the until the day I see weigh-ins are going live well, my, on YouTube. My thing is, is like you you shouldn't like. And I mean, I'm not trying to be an ass about, it, but you shouldn't have to worry about people making or missing weight. Like this is your career. Um, you should have enough mental focus to make weight. Like that's yeah. you have one job, and it's to fight and to make weight. It's not it's not hard. It's not easy. But it's not hard by any means, especially Man, if you do at, it. Shit, look at last weekend. There was three fighters that missed weight. <clears throat> I know. And, I mean, also look at, like, you know, uh, the card before that. There are people that have fought fucking Michelle Cypher. Mm-hmm. She has fought every uh, every two months this year. Hannah Cypher? Yeah. Hannah Cypher, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was last week's card, dog. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I said, the last card. Yeah. But um, she's fought twice, three times, like every two months, January, March, and May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or June, whatever the fuck that card was, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. So like, and she's yeah. not missed weight. She got pieced up, but I mean, she ain't missed weight. Yeah, I was about to say she was just way too small for that girl. Dude, yeah. way too small. Let's let's move over to the fight night recap. Let's see UFC fight card. Cause I was like, was she on the prelims? <clears throat> That was the first main card fight, I believe. First main card fight. Yeah, it's first um, or second. The main, is it the first or second? Well, do you all want to start at the prelims and kind of work our way through, or do you want to just talk about it all encompassing? Well, I mean, the first three fights were under were all under a minute. Yeah, well, I was yeah. to say, it was all under a minute. <laughs> yeah, and it was all knockouts, right? Like, if you right? want to talk about the fact that there was, yeah, it was everything was a knock. Well, there might have yeah. been one submission, but it was all it was nope, knockouts. No, all three yeah. were knockouts. I remember going into the, the yeah, fourth I mean, fight and being like, okay, so this guy, like, 
you got to have pressure on you at that point. Like, you would have broke history if you would have been the fourth. Yeah, and they went decision. That's right. And I was right, glad. Yeah. I was honestly glad. It was a good we fight, had 40, though. Great we fight. had 45 minutes to wait. We had 45 minutes to wait after Yeah. those yeah. three knockouts. Because old, old Raging have, Panda, who was the girl fight, she got like 20-some seconds. Yeah, it was 22. Mm-hmm. And then the first fight... The first fight was like right at, at right at a minute. Fifty nine. And yep. the second fight was like, yeah. And the second one was like thirty to forty. Dude, yeah, it was thirty two. Tyson Nam sent fucking Adashev into orbit, bro. Oof. That was a mean bro, we need knockout. We to get him on the podcast because he is like he is like the perfect person to talk about because he's has like not to, not to be rude to him, but like he doesn't have that like social media traction. As, everybody else has since he has like two thousand followers, yeah. and I feel like it's easily obtainable, and like he could yeah. be somebody we could talk to. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, Tyson Nam, if you're listening, I'll I'll clip this out. I'll put it up on Twitter. Ty- Tyson Nam, if you're listening, come on the podcast. We want to talk to you. No, we want to talk to you because that knockout was we crazy. Talk to you. <laughs> we want to hear everything about you, bro. Yeah, I th- I believe he's from Hawaii. lives It lives there. He so. is. Let's yeah. go. That's what's up. I think it's. I just want to like, and I just want to put like, I want to put the spotlight on somebody who doesn't get the spotlight on a day to day, bro. Like, I think that's what's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean, to be to be honest, I didn't. I had never heard of him until I watched that fight. Yeah. And then when I watched it, I was like, Yo, this dude's a fucking tank. Uh huh. And now anytime I see him, I'm like, Ah, you know, I fuck with him, dude. I'm gonna fuck with this guy. He's, I think he'll be a bantamweight contender for sure. I think. He, I think so too. Uh, I think so too. He's my favorite division, and like, dude, it's so stacked. MMA, so it's like it's it's good seeing it come back, you know, because it was very stacked for a while, and then it really fell off, and like it was all the bigger guys, you know, your your welterweights and your middleweight really flourished, mm-hmm. and now it seems like your fucking lightweight and bantamweight classes are starting to come back up because it seems like everybody in lightweight is making waves or lightweights moving up to welter. It's like. Yeah. I don't know. Because the fucking Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't blame him. But I mean. The, uh, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, depending on what happens, they might have to be fucking with Gilbert Burns, bro. And I don't, ain't nobody going to be fucking with him either. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like the people that are going up would have to fuck with him. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's really like. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait for that fight, bro. Yeah, me too. Anyway. The, uh,. The uh, last fight on the main card was that catchweight fight. Uh, uh, the oh, fuck, I I literally Lopez and Marab. I said I no, I said this. Yeah, uh, Marab, uh, Davalish, Davalish yeah, Vili. I, I I I tried to like pay attention to that because uh, anyway. I, I was saying I would, and I remember saying like repeating it a bunch of times while it was going on, and it's fucked up that I'm forgetting it right now. Devalish Feely <laughs> is I'm pretty sure what it is. Devalish Feely. I forgot that full chain with Matt Sarah, and you can tell. You can tell. Yeah, uh, yeah. 100%. You can. Ah! Yeah. He fights a lot like Matt Sarah. Mm. Okay, I never got to see Matt Sarah fight, unfortunately. Oof. But. Um, that man has the weirdest looking bicep. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure. I guess he he tore it or whatnot, and they had to repair it. And it's just repair. All it. I think he like. Yeah, I think he like not tore it, but like he pro- what is the correct terminology? Um, you can pop your bicep, like you can rupture the muscle. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, he, pro and like, he it'll probably actually did that because it looks. Yeah, you it can looks tell crazy. it has like a, it's deformed. Mm. Literally, it's deformed. Okay. Yeah, because I don't even want to imagine what that feels like. Um, I can tell. I have, I have a. I know somebody who did it. It was fucking miserable. They said. God damn. Well, the um. Literally, felt his muscle rip in half. Poor. Damn. That that would feel like you remember that guy on Power Rangers with the with the muscle tissue all exposed, that guy. Yeah, I always imagine like what would happen, like if that guy got cut or something. You know, I know it was a fictional I character, like, but I feel like I, could, I feel like I would say it would be the closest equivalent to you tearing your ACL. Ooh, but in format of your arm, you know. Yeah, yeah that brings back like that's like. Phantom pain. PTSD? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I still baby the shit out of this knee to the to this day. I don't blame you, bro, because this day, your knee could still blow out at any fucking time uh -huh. because it's been compromised. And I never got <laughs> surgery. I mean, look, look, yeah, and look Just at PT every fucking home. UFC fighter. Look at every UFC fighter in the history of existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Torn ACL, partial tear, partial tear, full tear, surgery, full tear, surgery. You know, it's just like... Yeah. Man, I mean, dude, I wouldn't. Even if you did just have a partial tear, it's like that was taking a, care of that shit's huge. That was like a summer of my life that was like deleted. Because remember, I had ruptured my growth plate in my right wrist, and I went skateboarding when I wasn't supposed to. And I was doing a a simple backside. I skate regular. I was doing a simple backside one eighty, just up on the on like a ramp, going up on top to a box. Just popped it, and uh, yeah. Fucked my whole world up that day. <laughs> I just did it so casually because I, I had done it so many times. I was just didn't like, oh, think is anything of it. Yeah. Yep. And just uh, yeah, didn't have my balance right. But poor Hannah Cyphers, man. That was that's her third L in a row. That's going to be tough, man. You know what? This, and the thing about it is, is like she may be losing a lot of these fights, but she's not. <clears throat> She's not getting her ass whooped, you know, like, mm. she is, but she ain't. It ain't like she's out there, she, she, she's got the heart, you know, she's mm -hmm. just getting outclassed by some of these people, and it's, it may just take some time to just, like, find her fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause, like, well, she, she, she moved just, up for this the fight last week. That girl was you way tell, too tall. Like, girl Who? way too big. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, Hannah Cyphers for me, is more of, like, a management concern. Like, I think that she has somebody... That might be in her corner. That is, uh, and I—I I mean, I, I know nothing about this, these guys, and I could t totally be wrong. I'm, call me a crazy. Be wrong, but yeah. I'll put on my tinfoil hat for a second and look at it like she because she's not getting pieced up. She's probably not getting medical suspensions, and so her management might be like, "Are you ready to fight? I mean, you in shape? Come on, let's fight!" And just signing up for whoever will come. And whatever and yeah cause I mean like she's like got the that heart so that she just did bro yeah. that one was concerning like yeah. uh, Angela Hill Angela Hill was a good fight but it yeah. was close you know but totally. like you uh you understood yeah. that like uh, the last one that she lost I forget the girl's name but like again you were like watching she's her got caught she, she got caught yeah this this one bro was like you're looking at her and you're like alright man like why the fuck is she out there right now like mm -hmm. right, who who thought this was a good idea yeah like who 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 thought this was a good idea? That's what I want to know. The only thing, and this because is because she didn't have the fucking 
the physical stature yeah. to compete with somebody like that. Yeah. A girl had like eight inches of reach. It's like fighting John Jones. Yeah. Like, it's not fair. Yeah. yeah. The only other thing I thought that could be happening is that maybe, you know, if um, Sean O'Malley says he gets paid 50 grand a fight, what do you think Hannah Cyphers is getting paid? Let's be honest. You know what I mean? She has she been Ill- five or like, like five, five to fifteen. So yeah. think about losing and that getting cut in half. She's got to pay her camp. Uh, she's got you know she's got she's got to make a living for herself. All the stuff. That, I mean, she's got she probably has a day job. Let's be honest. And uh, well, I was gonna say most of these most of these people do have standard jobs. So like yeah, you know, fighting is fighting is not a it's it's, a, it's not a necessarily a, a proper career choice, but like. You know, most people don't fight fucking Christ. Most people don't fight for the money, you know. They yeah. fight for the uh, the spirit of fighting. Yeah. yeah and my fear, well, I mean, the worst thing the, I The would... goal is, like, making it like that. But, yeah, I, I just I just feel like as a UFC fighter, man, they should be making they should be making more money. Yeah. And that's sure. why, like, uh, it's just one of those can't really get into the conversation yeah. without sounding like an asshole. But uh, taking away sponsors from the fighters was the biggest fucking Nazi move ever yeah. made in the history of the world because now the fighters don't make yeah. nearly the money they could. There should be... So that's pretty fucking garbage. When I think they should have sponsors, bro. Even if they're not allowed to have them on their fucking shorts, like, you should be able to have sponsors. Like, yeah. why the they fuck do the can banner you not like have... They used to. Even, if they can't, even if they can't do the banner, bro, like... Sterling shamelessly plugs Zedge on everything. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Look how easy it is to be a sponsor. He also doesn't get like, paid, though. It doesn't matter. Like, you could just shamelessly plug. Sterling's not smart enough to get paid. Like, that's why he's not getting paid. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> no, I love my boy. <laughs> I just had to say that because yeah, if he actually listens to this episode, he'll, uh, he'll be like, fuck you, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, but you know I what think I'm uh, like I th- they they need to they, there needs to be a happy medium for that shit, man, because it's totally not fair. Or or when UFC talks to Under Armour and Nike about their contract renewals instead of Reebok, they need to like ask for fucking money, yeah. like for these fighters, it, because it's bullshit that they're not getting shit. I they feel be like like a standard cut. Like, if you're in the top ten, sorry I cut you off. No, you're good. I just, like, in my brain, I have this, like, whole spill. Like, if you're in the top ten UFC fighters, you should have a contract signed that requires you to fight two to three times a year. And at that term, at that term, you get a guaranteed $250,000, you know. Yeah. Like, like, like a confirmed, like a contract signing bonus, you get that. And as long as you uphold your half of the deal, you know, like a football player would. Yes. They yeah. make more money. Yeah. Like, you know, they need to give them some form of, like, radical income because it's not fair. Because like, like you said, like, think about what they lose. And, like, they got to they gotta pay their camp and they didn't make but, you know, fucking 2700 bucks instead of making ten mm-hmm. like they planned to or, like, you know, maybe they thought they were going to be the betting favorite, and they were, so they dumped a bunch of money in on themselves and then expected yeah. like a little bit of a payout, and then they fucking lose, and then they lost everything. Yeah. Like, there's always something, you know? It's like... 100%. The UFC makes so much fucking money off of, like, you know, off of pay-per-views and ticket sales and things like that. Like, I totally, I, I, I totally get their part, bro. Like, they got to pay people as well, but, like, you know... Mm-hmm. The hand, the hand doesn't work without the palm. The fingers don't move without the palm. You know, mm-hmm. same deal. Like you yeah. got to have one to have the other. 
So it's a little bit of a. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things. Contract fighting, like signing a contract to, to fight somebody, it should be something that happens in your like in another promotion. When you go to the UFC, that should be the upper echelon. That should be there. Should yeah, be I mean, that's, that's an increase just for being like, there, the for being on the roster. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they charge seventy dollars for a pay per view, yeah. and they're the only ones that have that shit, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, if Bellator has pay per view, I don't think it's seventy fucking bucks. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think they have. They have like events, but I don't think they actually do pay per view. That's what I'm saying. Like. I don't even know if they even do events like that. If it's just like no, tele- yeah, they do, they do like Bellator. Well, I'm saying like I think yeah. it's just they're just televised. They're not like. No, I still have events. I think. No, I mean I know it's still live. I'm saying, but I think it's just like televised cable events. Like they don't do anything past that. Oh yeah, but when they also. Well, that's what, you know, like, it's, it's ridiculous to me that like it, yeah, well, they, those guys get money. They you know they just they rob their fighters like that, and I mean. It's like I wouldn't want to put uh, I wouldn't want to put Homeboy on blast if we had him on the podcast, but I would like to ask him like, yeah, if you didn't get knocked out of the night for that, off the record, like, what do they pay you? Yeah, for a prelim for a prelim fight, and like even if he wasn't on the recording, like I would just like to know because I want to understand like where where these people's live like where their likely like livelihoods come from because then like you know say he only made five grand off that fight. And then he only took home, you know, fifteen hundred bucks. That's the kind of shit that makes me want to like find ways to support them individually. Rather, it's like buying shirts or you know, paying for things that they do promotional wise. Like just trying to help the fighter on a on a on a singular level. Yeah. That way they're uh, they're clearing that cash because you know I mean simple things like oh you know you buy uh, buy the manscape tool and use Brian Ortega's uh. Brian Ortega's code, like he gets paid T City, yeah. So you, you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah. I, and I'm gonna do that shit, bro. And I, Cause I want my man to get that check. Yeah. Like Brian Ortega, I fuck with you, bro. I want you to get that check. Like yeah. anytime that like I can help the fighter, mm-hmm. I'm trying to help the fighter. Like fuck the system, fuck the corporation. I appreciate the UFC for what they're doing, but they're robbing their fucking fighters, bro. Yeah. They're fighters. Yeah, and I mean. Sorry, we totally derailed sorry. from the the sorry, card. No, it's sorry, fine. It, it's it's cool. I appreciate. Anybody it. actually like, comes back, listens, they know. I'm gonna put patriotic well, music behind that. The, <laughs> anybody that fucks with the UFC will understand. They understand. I mean, they've been saying. Everybody says the same thing. I mean, it's like, <laughs> what's the biggest robbery in the history of the UFC? Taking sponsors from your fighters. Yeah. Yep. Like. Yeah. And they got mad because they weren't making the money any like they should, or like they. Felt like they should. Yeah. I swear to fucking God, guys, if I get killed by the Mantis Lords one more time, <laughs> well, I'm getting so fucking bad. Um, Jordan Espinosa, the Bantam, Bantamweight fight. Uh, Jordan Espinosa versus you... Mark De La Rosa. Uh, that, I mean, that, that decision. Sorry, I kind of yanked the wheel there. <laughs> no, good. Thank you for doing that because I'm like raging. Um, I I'm mean, trying to remember that fight, Jordan Espinosa, Carlo De La Rosa. Um, Jordan was outclassing him the whole time, just way better at yeah, distance. Right. He was t- timing his shots incredibly well. I mean, and the other guy just seemed like every time he went to move in, 
Espinosa step back and pop him. Pissed him up. Yeah. <clears throat> and would get him off the, the the start. You know, he could initiate it and still do it. And uh, yeah, it was like, I was surprised that it went the distance, but it was very clear who the winner was. I was, you know, it was funny to me, like, in that aspect, talking about going the distance, most of the fights on the main card went out there went, and, mm-hmm. and they went the distance. Yeah. yeah. And they were fights. That's what I told I was telling Kaylee, it's like you can you can tell the difference between the um the magnitude of a fighter based off of that. Because some people do get knocked out fast, but like the the overall dexterity of a, like the the fighter's chin mm-hmm. on the main card people compared to the prelim people, just because I mean years of years of training. Yeah. I mean, as speaking of a, you know, another decision, Andre Feely versus Charles Jordan featherweight hey. fight. Touchy, Touchy Feely looked good out there, man. He was throwing. I mean, Bro, he was throwing good, good right shots and was like in it the whole time. I was really impressed. Uh, I really thought he was gonna put him away a couple of times there. Yeah, but hey, uh, maybe it's just. Charles Jordan has a good chin on him. I don't know. But there was uh, some good shots. Good body kick. My favorite is I saw a video again of the decision. Mm-hmm. And when the one judge gave Charles or you know, yeah. Jordan the fight, he was like, are you serious? Like he, he, yeah, he was hilarious. He was like, are you kidding me? Like, what do you mean? He's like, no. Yeah, who saw like, that? You can see him out like, oh, I can't. I saw. Yeah, I was like, dude, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> he just kind of looks over at Andre Feely. He's like, what the fuck? Like, how to know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need some glasses. <laughs> but um, yeah, I forget the Twitter account, so I won't even repeat the tweet. But I remember. Damn it, I wish I remembered. I don't feel like looking it up though. Um. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, there was a lightweight fight, Charles Rosa versus Kevin Aguilar. Uh, I, to be honest, I, I, I either tuned that one out or <laughs> just I completely forgot it because uh, I don't even remember. My yeah, guy, I don't really remember that one either. Might have got too fried. That's my fault. The la- the, the I do remember Carl Robertson versus Marvin Vittori. I do remember that. That was uh, that one was pretty crazy. I was really surprised. Man, I got choked out, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It was what he gets for coming in almost four and a half pounds overweight. Yeah. And talking shit. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, like misses weight twice for the same fight and gets choked the fuck out. That's what you get. Yeah. The main event. I'm not even gonna lie. I fucking Brandy starts scratching my back. And I fell the fuck asleep. <laughs> so I did, I don't even remember. I didn't even get to watch it. But uh, and I've been meaning to go I back. I think and I watch fell asleep it, during parts of it. Yeah. And did any of us get a chance to watch that one to completion? I watched it. Yeah. What did you think? It's whatever. Yeah. Calvio's good, bro. I'm glad she's. I'm glad she's in there. But like, uh, <laughs> she does nobody, bro. Nobody. Valentina is goat. Yeah. Nobody. Okay. I don't. I, it's just hard to like. 
it's hard to say. Like, I mean, I, you know, I'm not gonna say that. I, the fact that like Caitlyn Shuchagian at the end of the fight was like, "Let's fight" on Twitter, like. Calvier would fucking piece her up, bro. Like, Caitlyn's yeah. chicken is not good enough for that shit. And I don't understand why. Like, I get, like, she's trying to make money and make a name for herself. But, like, why is she picking fights with literally every single motherfucker that's, like, not ranked or, you know, um, uh, they're higher than top five? Like, she yeah. on Antonia, like, congrats, bro. She wasn't even a ranked ranked fighter. Um, if she was ranked, she was, like, number 12. Calvio again, not ranked. Like, yes, yeah, it was, that was her first I, fight. Like, mm. Jessica, I ain't shit, man. Like, Valentina fucking head, jumping head kicked her, fucking decimated her shit. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. You like, you know. I mean, I don't know why Caitlyn Shuchagian trying to find that like relativity, like in relevance. Maybe she feels like people will fuck with her more, and it's like, nah, girl. Everybody knows you got knocked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like, you can never you fought somebody like me. You can't gain traction by beating up people who are as good as you because you lost to Valentina. Like, you should be training, training your ass off to fight Valentina again. Otherwise, she's going to piece you up. Mm-hmm. Like, she already is going to piece her up, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it'll be the same, like, fucked up scenario yeah. where she goes out there and does absolutely nothing against her. In my brain, but yeah, I, I picture... Mean, fight, though. I picture Valentina Shevchenko doing the craziest, like, most, like, Spider-Man acrobatics. It's, like, the weirdest, like, roasting. But she does do, like, really high-level striking. But I always, like, in my mind picture her, like, jumping, spinning around, doing, like, Luke Kang kicks to the chest. Uh, (laughs) Just shit that is impossible. But uh, Same. I feel like... You know, when you think about, like, fighters training, mm-hmm. I feel like Valentina's the closest one that is, like, uh, in a hyperbolic chamber like Goku would be fucking floating through midair, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, like, in her fucking 40s right now, actually, but <laughs> she's just, like, hardened muscle and uh, technique, man. It's cool that I'm uh you the knockout clip so you can see it from Jessica I getting fucking smoked. Okay. I don't know if you watched that one in real time or not. I, if I had Oh bur- yeah, Jordan got his did. Xbox today. Did we got it early? Yeah, that's what he was just saying. Let's see. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Smashed, bro. I'm going to watch it from the second angle. <laughs> she was like, you, you, you. know, and stuff like a street fighter when you get kicked through the air. <laughs> that fucking noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like they're dying in slow motion. Man. But, um, yeah, um, I saw afterwards at the post fight. It's funny. I watched the post fight press conference, but didn't watch the fight the morning after. But uh, I saw that Kelvia was saying that Jessica, I she she got like a call from her coach, and she was like three pounds over. Mm -hmm. And then when she went and weighed in, she held the towel and was only like point two five over quarter of a pound. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Some fake shit. Yeah. It's a, it, there's that video that somebody made of uh, that I sent to y'all of Jessica I being like uh, missing weight only comes from ignorance and just like not yeah, caring or something like that. 
Yeah, she was talking yeah. all this shit, and they put that Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, music to it. That was really funny. But, uh, yeah, uh, that was, yeah. Uh, yeah, UFC Fight Night. Uh, I versus Calvillo. Recap. <laughs> Sorry, I am fucking chopped. <laughs> um, Games Gauntlet. Uh, yeah, we we've all been active this last week. It's been cool. I've had like a. I was like, oh, okay. There's there's a fire going. I I, I feel like we're all finding time to chip away at stuff. I've actually been able. It's funny. Like my um my my time to play has now become like between ten eleven p.m. until about three to four in the morning. Yeah. Because that's my uh night shift with the baby. Oh, perfect. So, uh, she kind of just sleeps. She sleeps next to me, and I feed her. Yeah. You know, and uh, then I, I just end up playing Xbox all night. Like, I beat uh, Storm Ninja 2 the other night. Oh, yeah. After, like, I missed a two-week gap on not playing because it pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> I didn't beat Kakazu. You I said you beat him, him like, one go, all. right? After, after I all fucking, that? I, I flawlessed I flawless him. That's crazy. I flawless him. Did you I, dude, I was so uh, capture it? I told... No, I mean I didn't even think to do that. Yeah, no worries. But he wasn't even, and it wasn't even. I don't even know why I was having so much like trouble with him the first time. Like, if I beat one of these bosses for Hollow Knight, like the Mantis people, mm-hmm. I'll end up capturing that one because this dude's a lot fucking harder than anybody I've played yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I didn't ever beat them on my uh, my standard my first playthrough of this. This is where I was at. Oh, okay. So. Right now, I'm at, a, I'm at that. Um, I beat Fractured Minds as well. Oh, yeah. Simple game. It's like a puzzle game. <laughs> I saw you jumped like point. 900 beat, points on the it. leaderboards and the achievements. I beat it in like fucking 15 minutes. Yeah, they're a hard <laughs> point of piece achievements. Damn. Um, yeah, I started Storm 3, working through that story as well. Hollow Knight as well. I haven't really played much of my handhelds, but I'm just glad that I've been able to find the time to like put up points because now I think I have three for the season. Yeah. Compared to, Compared to... nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, Connor, uh, what you been doing? Uh, started Saints Row 4. That's right. Got like 20% of that done like the first night. Hell yeah. And then I, uh, and then I started Call of Duty. Again. Oh, shit. How is the campaign? Since I already got... I mean, so if, like, from what I played before games got on, like, I enjoyed it. You know, it's pretty... Mm-hmm. It's just pretty good, but uh, so I restarted for games got on, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid of having to do that for a couple of games. Like Red Dead. I'm like, do I just not play Red Dead this year? Do I just put it off? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I'll never go back. I to think do if it. I play Red Dead, bro, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna streamline the fuck out of it and just do all the main storyline stuff mm-hmm. because my other save has the gold glitch on it and I got mad fucking money. That's so what like, I'm saying. Uh, I'm not gonna like delete it, bro. You yeah. know, but like I might just play the main yeah. story because I think if you play just the main story, you can beat the game in like 16 hours. Yeah. So, um, realistically, if that was me, I'd probably do it in like 30 hours. So. That might take me like season, like season two, and like 
end of season two, end of season three. I don't know. We'll see because I'm I'm gonna have to start something else once I beat. I might start Bioshock after I beat Naruto because uh. Yeah, Storm Ninja 4 is, is way fucking easier than Storm Ninja 3. They don't have the same type of mission system. Oh, okay. I could beat that game in a day. Yeah. Damn. Well, yeah. hey, fly through them, my man. It's awesome that you found that time to balance all of that. Right? Yeah. Dude, I was... Yeah, no, it's, it's nice because I don't, I don't have time for myself at all. It's like, even tonight I was looking forward to playing and it's like... The baby has been, like, not settled, so as soon as we're done with the episode, I have to, like, fucking be a dad, you know? Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I was like, ugh, I wanted to do PBA, but tomorrow. Oh, shit, I didn't even think about it. I launched this right into out of the map. <laughs> That's my bad. No, you're good. I wanted, to do, I wanted to do both today, but like I said, I just don't have the time now. Yeah. So tomorrow we'll be able to do the second. I feel you. Yeah, well, we've got, I think, we've got one... Uh, extra PBA banked, so we'll be good. Hell yeah, cool. Um, I I can't remember the last... I I think I was maybe playing Halo 2 in the last last time we recorded, but I beat Halo 2, Halo 3, ODST, and I literally, right before we recorded, beat Halo 4. Uh, I'm just flying through them. If, If I'm being honest, if it wasn't for the ending of Halo 4, it would probably be my favorite campaign. Out of all the ones that I've played, really? Yeah, it had like really inter- interesting. Yeah. Like uh, the vehicle sequences are cool. Honestly, we played it together, my man. Wait, is that the is that the one with is that the one with the with the jet at the end of it? Yes. Yeah, where uh, Cortana's like okay, dealing yeah, with her rampancy, and uh, yeah, okay, I remember that one. And the the Prometheans come back, or the Forerunners, and they uh, yeah. The Didact. That dude is spoiler alert. Worst fucking final boss thing. Like you build up the whole game to to beat this guy. And you get to him and it's literally like a scene where you get flung he holds you over with like some force powers or something. Holds you over the edge of the light bridge and then like Cortana comes out of the light bridge and like grabs him and holds him down and you climb back up the bridge and like start walking towards him. And you like plant a grenade on him, and then he pushes you back, and it blows up, and he falls into the pit below you, and that's the final boss fight. And if it wasn't for that terrible boss fight, uh, that would be a great game. But it all building up to that was really fucking lame. I can't believe the Very game. anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to try to beat, uh, start Halo 5 tonight and try to beat it tomorrow. So that way, Friday, uh, when I uh, can kick The Last of Us Part 2 on for the first time, uh, I, I suspect it's going to take up a lot of time. Probably the month until Ghost of Tsushima. Because right? I, I, I kind of just want to take my time with it with Brandy and not like rush through it. And enjoy it. Enjoy Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get my points in this season while I can. Um, but I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for next season because it's gonna have hot, uh, October in it, where uh, we can play a bunch of scary games. It's gonna be like Season of the Witch or something. Like we'll do <laughs> call it Halloween Three: The Season of the Witch. Games Gauntlet 2020. <laughs> 
I'm trying to play all my Resident Evil games. Oh yeah, yeah. See that yeah. Resident Evil Seven. Dude, remember Silent Hill? What was it? Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah, I remember playing that. Do you remember what, what did I do? Where like I died, I, like lost a bunch of progress, or I turned the Xbox off and you hadn't saved. <laughs> you turned my Xbox off because I had and I hadn't saved in like five hours. <laughs> oh my god! I, I god. We like we had been like going outside and like smoking and whatever, and I had just been like leaving the Xbox on, and I turned the TV off. And you had thought like. That I forgot to turn the console off and just had hit the button. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have to turn the TV back on and everything was gone. And I was like, what happened to this? You're like, you're not bad. And I was like, not mad because, you know, it happens. But like, I literally never played the game again. Never. (laughs) Never restarted it. Never played the game again at all. But from what I played, that was an excellent Silent Hill game. It was hard as shit. It was scary as shit, too. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Fucking, what's today? It's Wednesday. Your birthday's a week from now. If they have that available Next on the week, digital bro. store, I'm going to buy that for you so you have it to play. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can go back. Fucking, homecoming. Bring myself name. back. Yeah. A homecoming. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember that in uh, Condemned yeah, 2. Uh, oh my god. Do you ever play in fucking Fear? Yeah, dude. That might be one of my favorite gaming that memories of all time. Was us all cuz it was a it was In one of those, room. those weird things where friends were coming together that hadn't fucked with each other for a real long time. In a while. And we, and we all sat in this room awkwardly taking turns passing the controller around. Like what was it like every like 15 minutes you had to switch off or 30 minutes? Yeah. Pretty yeah. much, it was like you had it. You couldn't like just stand still and waste your time. Yeah, yeah, to keep going. That was really fun. Cause uh, that was really fun. Connor, your mic is. Connor, your echo is so, so bad. Sorry. No, you're all good. Uh, we got to get you a new mic. We'll try to figure that out. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh, the. Um, but for real. What you call it? I just totally I lost my train of thought. Xbox One, bro. Fear? Or f- no, uh, well, they probably got Fear. Or too, Silent Hill? No, Silent Hill Homecoming. How much is they it? They have it on this backwards compatible. 20 bucks. 20 bucks, okay. Right. I was like, that's just in the realm okay. of possibilities. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. I was like, damn, boy. that You're like, you came out in 2008, bro? That makes me feel old. Holy shit. First of all, we was in, we was in high school. We were in high school. And that would have been like, what, freshman year? Of high I was a or, or sophomore, yeah, sophomore, sophomore yeah. Yeah. yeah, sophomore, yeah, wow, that's fucking weird, man. Different times, man. I want you guys to start playing Hollow Knight because it is a good one. I've heard it's very good. A lot of people recommend playing it, so I'm gonna. It's I'm not even like, and it's, I mean, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard game, but like, it's not really because like, um. You just gotta know if you're decent at like Mega Man and like those type of games, like yeah. timing based attack games and counters and shit. You'll you'll yeah. do good at this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you'll do good at this. Like, uh, I mean, they have achievements that literally like it says beat the game in five hours. Like, so it's it's possible. Oh It's wow. fucking possible. Yeah. Okay. You know, like if you could do it, it's a whole different thing. But like, there's a fucking yeah. achievement for beating the game in five hours. So. Yeah. Okay. 
Man, I fucking slept funny last night, and I've got like that, like, or it was two nights ago, and my neck is so fucked up. I feel like Batman. I have to like turn my shoulders to look at shit. But um, hell yeah, bro, the man bat. Yeah, I dude. Uh, from what what I've been hearing people say about the Last of Us Part Two is like uh, it's kind of fucked up. Like uh, I think I think that's gonna be another reason we'll we'll have to take our time with it, cause uh. They were saying that, you know, the, the violence in uh, The Last of Us has always lended to the story. It like It's, like, made you not want to do the things. Like, uh, I always said that The Last of Us is, like, a game that's not, like, totally fun to play, but the story's so good that you want to keep going. and want to keep playing it, yeah. And that, in its own right, lends to the story, because, like, you don't want to be doing these things, but you have to keep going. You know, so the it, the gameplay always married the story so well that I was like, oh, this is like upper echelon game, and like I recently replayed it, the the original, and you can see how it's dated a little bit, and from what every everything I've heard, it's like they just improved on everything tenfold, and are it's firing on all cylinders. So I'm just fucking patiently yeah, waiting. Got it all. But they just got it all. Polished up. Yeah. I want to do a playthrough of it at some point and call it, uh, well, maybe I shouldn't say it on the podcast, but, uh, I have a really clever name for, uh, that playthrough if I do that. I just have to play through with Brandy once before I do that. But, um, yeah. Anything else going on? First week as a dad's been pretty lit. Uh, yeah. What's tired. it like, her being at home? It's a lot better than being at the hospital. Um, oh, yeah. She's pretty chill for a baby, though. Like, I mean, I tell everybody, it's like I've never held a newborn until my own child. So uh, I've been learning a lot. I've been pretty overwhelmed. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, as a whole, I mean, I'm stoked on it. The not sleeping part's kind of rough, but you, you figure it out. Yeah. I'll be a lot happier once I'm able to work again too, because mm-hmm. I like ha- I miss bridging that gap of my own life. Yeah, tattooing and shit, man. Like it was like I missed it. You know, I'd been out of work for ten weeks, and then I get back to work for a good like two, two weeks, and then I had to leave again for the birth of Stella, and like I was fine with that, but we were planning, you know, for her birth to be this week. Like she wasn't supposed to be here, so kind of like threw my whole, it threw my whole rhythm off. So like, that's why I was trying to transition, you know, slowly out of my appointments and into um, my home life for that, and then it just kind of like, she had a better a better plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey man. But that's alright with me. I'm glad she's home and it's cool as fuck. Happy and healthy. Me too, bro. Chilling. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Big chilling. Yeah. Being a, being a little crybaby right now, but she's chilling. Yeah. How long before you think she'll fit into that onesie I sent you? <laughs> uh, fuck, dude. If she starts gaining weight pretty good, I'd say in the next like month or so. Okay, cool. Because it's zero to six. Like She has it in the height. She's a tall oh, baby. Okay. She's just skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. I, uh, she built like a damn daddy. I hope it's... Uh, a nice one because I just blind ordered it. I thought it was so funny. I had to oh, bro, it. it is the quality. Okay, the quality cool. is there. It's lit. Hell yeah! 
I just like the fact that it's fucking death metal. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit is awesome. But, um... Yeah. It's gotta be weird. Just like, uh... Just having this little baby around all the time. <laughs> yeah. It is, man. You ever like, forget she's there? like... And, like, kind of have, like, a... Not I forget that she's there, but sometimes, like, I forget that Kayleen's not pregnant, you know? Because that's the thing, is, like... Mm. I, the 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 like knowledge of hers is like pretty ingrained in my mind, but it's weird that like Kayleen's not pregnant anymore, and I'm I'm so used to her being pregnant and being like vastly uncomfortable that now that she's not, I don't know how like I don't know how to feel about it. Like she said it too the other like the other day it was like uh, how nice it was to be able to eat and not constantly throw up immediately after eating your food because <laughs> she's not pregnant anymore. Yeah. Man, that, yeah, that's gotta be weird. It's like a, you know, when you stand in a doorway and you press your arms against it, and you have that resistance for so long, and then you walk out and your arms just kind of go up. It's gotta hey, feel like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, yeah. it's like it's it's crazy. I don't know how she, you know, I'm I'm glad she's doing good off the, you know, the jump. Yeah. As well, but yeah, that's to me has been the biggest throw off. Is just getting used to that whole aspect because it was man it was like literally you get up in the morning taking her to you know mania we're doing our typical like stuff together before i go to work and like you know we got a roll of trash bags in the car like mm-hmm. yeah, we don't do too much you know even when it's like fucking cold outside i got the windows down because like she's just not feeling it or the ac on because she's you know throwing up yeah you know, i mean that was the thing for her too is like she threw up Every single day <laughs> from October 20th when she found out she was pregnant damn. until June 8th when God, she went into damn. labor. That sucks. Bro, I like I, – I don't even know how she was able to survive. Yeah. Like honestly. Yeah, I would, that would have drove me nuts. Thing, like I said, she's healthy. She's healthy. Stella's healthy. Everything's cool. Like, and that's like the doctor said. It's just one of those things that like every woman has a thing that's like derived towards their pregnancy that's like catered specifically to them. And it could be a good thing or a bad thing. Some ladies have like really intense cravings. Some ladies have swelling issues. Kayleen's problem was she vomited uncontrollably. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, you know, yeah. it, it sucks. And he's like, you know. There's a good chance that it wouldn't have happened if we decided we wanted to have another child, but there's also a very huge possibility that it would happen again because yeah. of the hormones mm. that are involved with it. Got you. So it's like hmm. we're we're both like nah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll deal with the the single single child households way fucking easier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because then and then that one kid gets all that love, you know. I'm sure, like, when Not you have... that, it's just, like, financially, man, I'm, like... Yeah. I'm well, trying to have my cake and eat it, too. In one way, I, I mean the same thing. Have my own... Like, look at how... Yeah. Look at, like, example. Love, look at you know? Fogel. Look how Fogel turned out. <laughs> I always look at him as the example of, like... Dude, like, if you just have one kid and you're responsible... child? Yeah. Yeah. He just yeah, grows no, up he's, and... He's not a brat. He's not a brat at all, you know? He doesn't have a sense of entitlement. He doesn't... He doesn't have the me, me, me's. He's not yeah. fucking completely, like, unreliable as an individual. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, he's, he's literally, like, the perfect, the perfect uh, example of yeah. single child raised right. And that's how I, yeah. I agree, like, 100%. I'm like, it's all on how you raise that baby. And, like, Stella's going to be 
living in such a good quality of life because she doesn't have siblings. And it's like it sucks that that's how it has to be, but you know, yeah. financially speaking, it's just way more practical. Yeah. Well, hey, that's why, like, you know, uh, you know, nursery or like, cousins. yeah, cousins and friends, and you have like fucking what is it called? Uh, uh, lunch parties or school? Yeah, tea parties yeah. or whatever. And, yeah. Social distancing, though. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. How many people, how many kids do you think are going to grow up now like uh, serious, like germaphobes? Like, um, just like a lot. always Probably wear a mask kind of kids. I feel like that's going to be, it's got to go up something like 15%, 10%. I don't know what's a realistic percentage, but that statistic has to go up. Cause like I like they've gave the all clear you don't have to wear a mask anymore in Austin. Yeah. They just advise that maybe you should like be like if you want to it's okay. And I I still wear one. I won't just like. Walk. Oh, you should, bro, because the fucking numbers were like skyrocketing in Texas. Yeah, I'm like I'm not even scared of the virus, but like I'm just one of those people that's like I don't want to fucking get sick, bro. Like I'm not I'm not scared mm-hmm. of a pandemic, but I don't want to get sick. I don't yeah. feel like dealing with that shit, man. I, I really don't. Yeah. I don't. I've been trying to keep my immune system healthy. That's what... I uh yeah. I looked up like you tips know, on it and I heard like uh I, I think I've talked about it with y'all before, but I've been taking hot baths every day. Except for the since I got a sunburn, I've been chilling. Cause I I took a yeah. hot bath with sunburned feet and had them submerged the whole time and got used to the pain and just sat there for thirty minutes in a hot ass bath and got out. And, dude, my feet swelled so fucking bad. You would not believe it. I was like, dude, I couldn't believe it. I was like, all right, no more hot baths until the sunburn goes away. But, yeah, I don't know how I got Like, It took a while to get used to the pain. And I was like, I'm one of those people that wouldn't like, uh, I mean, Andy, you know, you, you tattooed me. And I know I can be a little bit of a bitch at some point. But... For a while, I, I try to just, like, block it out and just go, oh, it's only 30 minutes. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. And I just, like, fucking just try to be, like, don't be a bitch. Just rock. And, like, uh, I don't know. But I should not have done that. I should have been, like, oh, this hurts. I probably should take my feet out. <laughs> hey, just so you guys know, on 630, Metro Exodus is leaving uh, Game Pass. Really? Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I had it on Thank my God. list of so games to play, but I'll take it off. <laughs> yeah, you might want to take it off because you're not going to get to play it. And yeah. you should be happy because it was terrible. Damn. It's a shame. I know a lot of people like like that franchise. I liked Last Light. This is, I like both of them except for that one, bro. Really? Last Light was the one that you liked the, the least? No, Exodus. Oh, the okay, got you. The one I did not like. Got yeah, you. I liked I the... Liked, uh, Last light in 2033. Yeah. Damn. Well, shit. Um, Speaking of masks, did we dry yeah. mine? I, I don't forgot. think so. But I was about to say, I'm about to eat dinner. Because I think we're almost done. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're at an hour and seven minutes. So, yeah. Uh, that was, what, episode 34? Yeah, episode 34 of the Out of Map podcast. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe. Share with your friends. Um Leave us a comment. We'll uh, if we start getting comments on the regular, uh, and not just like the one spam bot that's like funny stuff. Love let's it. Be fri- let's right? Be, let's be friends. Let's be friends. I'm like, yeah. 
if uh, it, I want real comments, man. I want people to like say some shit, like yeah, you know, even if it's like deconstructive and you like think we suck, man, just say that. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, we could. Uh, I might tell you that you suck. Yeah, we but could, it's okay. We could roast them. Any, hey man, <laughs> any publicity is a uh, good publicity. Yeah, it's really any engagement. Uh, side note, I thought about this lately, where like ever since everything that happened and like took place over the weekend, or like a couple weekends ago, I guess at this point, uh, it seems like uh, either things are at an all-time high where people are. Uh, like uh being crazy and getting caught on camera with it in mass or people have realized that people uh this is a time to like profit and capitalize off of it in a weird way where they're putting it in front of us more and i don't know which one of that it is but it feels weird and i've like it's made me want to like what's up personally it's a little bit of both I say it's a little bit yeah. of both. Some yeah. people are coming to light with like videos of things like that they may have captured before. Because I know like the FBI put something on Twitter it was like if you've experienced blah 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 blah, post this now. And then within 30 minutes, they had over 2,000 videos. So wow. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, some people are being for real, and then I, I, I mean, but just like every situation in the world, somebody uses it for their own personal gain, mm-hmm. i.e. when the coronavirus started and pandemics were, sh- were like, you know, shifting everything to stay at home, fucking hand sanitizer skyrocketed in price, you know, a two-ounce container of hand sanitizer was seven bucks. And I'm like, for what? Yeah. It didn't cost you any more money to make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, all of a sudden, because it's it's more in demand, it, they can hike the prices up, yeah. which is, you Isn't know, that price gouging, because though? nobody was working. Yeah, exactly. But nobody was working, so like the government isn't going to say anything because of like the the um the acts that were in play. There's like a bunch of like you know it's just like bullshit that was involved. So like yeah. I totally no I totally know what you're saying, bro. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's weird. But that's just how it is. Like yeah, fucking it's corruption like uh, lies. Yeah, there's part of me that's like you know if the money wasn't there, they wouldn't be talking about it. You know, and a lot of people are paying attention exactly. right now. So it's making me go like okay. Yeah. They've realized that, that it's like uh, punk rock starting to not be punk rock anymore. Like, let's back up. And I know uh, I don't mean that in like an all-encompassing way, but I just mean like as soon as the, uh, the, it, the yeah, powers I, I that be yeah. buy in on it, uh, take it with a grain of salt and start looking for mm-hmm. yourself. I know that we should, people should do that all the time, but really right now, look somewhere else. Like, I yeah, fell for time, it. Remember yeah. that picture I sent you of the uh, the guy they arrested in the picture of the cop, uh, and I was like, yeah, "Yo, the what the fuck?" Guy. I yeah. it's fucking. I I was freaking out about that all morning, getting super paranoid. I was like, "Bro, there's there's a fucking conspiracy." I started thinking Earth is flat. Not not really. I'm joking, but I was on that level where I should put a t- yeah. tinfoil hat you on. Started getting all that like, and then yeah. I take a closer look at the picture, and I realize that his badge is in the – or like the thing that's on his arm, the patch on his arm, and the fucking letters mm-hmm. are backwards. Like it's a mirrored yeah. image. You're it's looking – you're comparing yeah. the wrong ears, and I'm like, oh, people are fucking with people. Like, and I got fucked with. Fuck purpose, this. Like, so yeah, you got to be real careful out there. It's real squirrely. And that's, and that's my thing. It's like you know, it's, it's real squirrely, and you have the people that are like, you know um, – don't be listening to mainstream news. Listen to what you hear on YouTube. And I'm like, you know, some of the things that you hear on YouTube are 
just as fucking squirrely Dude, as the things you're gonna hear on TV. Straight you know up. What I'm saying? The like, only good thing like, that's on YouTube is The Hill. The show Rising. On yeah. The, it's called The Hill. It looks like a proper-ass news show, but it's two people from two different backgrounds that believe two different things, and they have a healthy discussion, and then just go, well, I think we're just gonna agree to disagree, and then it ends, and it's... To- it, it is. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's I love the... that they have a show where they never can make an agreement. Like that's awesome <laughs> to me because yeah. part of being like not to, not to be funny, but part of being an American and living in America is not agreeing with your your counterpart, but knowing how to comfortably live amongst each other yeah. without being a derogatory piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> straight <laughs> up. Yeah, uh, you got to find a way forward. People are allowed to. Say- People are allowed to have their own opinions, man. People yeah. are allowed to live their lives, like, yeah. you, you know. And, and like, I, I'm not gonna press buttons and press things, but like, uh, mm-hmm. it's 2020, and I'm super fucking happy that Aunt Jemima is no longer on a fucking <laughs> syrup bottle. Yeah. I hope Miss. I hope Miss. I hope Mrs. Buttersworth is next, bro. Yeah. I fucking hope she's next. I know they. If can... she's not already gone, I hope she is. Yeah. Like it's just. You know, oh it's, yeah. It's, 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 Mrs. Buttersworth. Yeah. They may try to be like, well, you know I, exactly. like, they may just change the shape of her or something. You know, you know what I mean? Like, make her a yeah. different old lady named Miss Mother- Miss Buttersworth and just try to bury the hatchet. Yeah, you know, like, try to change, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, it, dude, like you said, though, it's it's the time is now, man. It's it's time for these things to change. Yeah. It's it's sad to look at things from, like, the, the outside perspective and, like, you know, in a local atmosphere, like where we grew up, we never had these problems. Everybody lives cohesively and comfortably and loves each other, and you have a nice life. Yeah. Well, and then you see places outside that don't have the same luxury. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. We have some people here that are bad, but the general consensus of people really support each other yeah. here. Yeah. So We went to Manio High School, which is the weirdest fucking high school in that it's crazy diverse, except for there's not a whole lot of Asian people, oddly, or at least there weren't when I went there. Uh, but... You kind of you got it, and it was close. It was close enough where you knew everybody because there was like four hundred nineteen kids there. My graduating year, I probably a little bit more for yours, Andy, the year before. And no, mine was less. Yours well, was less. Okay, actually, no, we were. I'm sorry, we were four. We were four twenty three my year. Okay, but we were the smallest. Y'all were the biggest class. We were the smallest class of the mm, school. Yeah, seventy five kids. And uh, I feel like you you just you you had to find a way to get along with everybody, and so it was like almost impossible. I would say almost because I could see how like bullying might lead a couple kids astray. Uh, um, I think that uh, for the most part, you could come out. There's no way you could come out of there with any kind like because uh, you get exposed to so much. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent, and it's like. The kids, and it's like I told Kayleen, I was like, the kids here that are the ones that are negative and backwards are the ones that went to the school up the beach. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. 98% of that school is, you know, yeah, well-oriented white families. Like, they got money, they have time, they do what they want. They don't really have too many people of color that go to first flight. So, I mean, Mania was, was predominantly that school. Yeah. So I, as I told her, I was like, you know, it's not to be funny. I was like, we just grew up on a different beat than y'all. Yeah. And, you know, she's not one of those people by any means. Kayleen's oh, just yeah. like down for the cause, bro. Down for the cause. Straight like, up, yeah. It's awesome. But, yeah. yeah, you can you can see the difference. 100%. In people's uh, likelihoods. 
Yeah. I was like, you know, if this would have been like a city, we would have been the ghetto school. And I love it. I mean, and yeah, I there's, never, there's I would never, that clear you know, divide. I would for never, sure. I would, exactly. Very, it's very drastic. Like, yeah. that's the one thing about like the Outer Banks show that I will agree on is like, there is a very clear divide here. Yeah. A very clear divide. Yeah. It may not be to the social standard they put it to, but there's a very clear financial divide amongst people. Yeah. Well, it's mostly in the hiring because everything is very uh, nepotistic on the Outer Banks. So the, the mm-hmm. it's Extremely. people rep their set, you know. People uh, hire their family members know, and who you know, and so white people own a lot of the businesses, and unfortunately, that means they end up hiring a lot of white people. And it, I mean, it happens vice versa, and it's because that that kind of happens. People rep their set, and that's fine. But unfortunately, uh, the Outer Banks also has a lot of rules in place that make it hard to. Uh, open new places and gainfully and gainfully advance anything yeah. in your life. Yeah. yeah, so it's pretty gated, and most of the real estate's bought up. Uh, it's very yeah. odd for like Dunkin' Donuts to pop up in Manio the way it did. Remember, it was like, oh shit! Like yeah, I thought they how they were able to find that commercial space, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, how did you get that commercial space? And then you see it though, like the, the drive-through and the whole setup. It means like on like a. A thousand square foot lot. So yeah, like, you know, I mean, they're not really working on shit. Yeah, they really squeezed that in. Hell yeah. But, but right, anyway, I yeah. I really have to go eat my food. Cool. Thanks for watching, guys. Take care.